0: Hi there, I'm Maddie Savage, introducing you to inspiring Stockholmers who are bringing a buzz to Sweden's capital and shaping its future.
1: The Stockholmer.
0: This house is a
1: co-living where entrepreneurs, wild brains come together and live under the same roof. We get so many applications from people all over the
0: world. So now we
1: decided to even scale up and build more houses.
0: That's Lisa Renander, who founded Sweden's first co-living space for entrepreneurs, in a city where it's usually much more likely to live alone than almost anywhere else in Europe. The Stockholmer took a tour of the building in the cobbled streets of the city's old town and got some clues about her next big project. The The Stockholmer! Stockholmer. Hey Lisa, (laughs) welcome to House 24. Thanks very much. Great to be here. It's a Swedish house, so first things first, shoes off.
1: Yeah, we love socks
0: in this house.
1: So let me take you upstairs. Follow the red carpet. So this is actually one of the oldest houses in the old town. It's from the 1400th century. So it's a really uh, this uh, combination of a hi- very historical feeling but having all these creative people. And here in the living room, a lot of people hanging out now. Daniel, he used to ride from China and I think he's organizing like 100 business cards that he just received. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You've got a plastic ring binder, that's not what I expected from <laughs> Stockholm's most innovative startup hub, but it's a, it's a good way to be able to flick through them, I guess. I guess it works, yes.
1: And then we have Daniel, Ludwig, Shay. and then Daniel and Michael are, are discussing a project and, and also solving a Rubik's cube at the same time.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go somewhere a little bit quieter, leave these guys to work and perhaps you can explain a little bit about how this place came into being in the first place. So I
1: started House 24 four years ago. That was after a visit to Silicon Valley and living in a co-living house in, in Palo Alto. I was just so inspired, so I wanted to create something similar and that became House 24. Describe exactly how it works. So um, in Stockholm, People tend to live just by themselves. They like to be very independent and, and living alone and have their own apartment. So this house is a co-living where people, entrepreneurs, uh, wild brains comes together and, and live under the same roof. So we have 12 beds. And then uh, people are also working from here. Then we also co-cook dinners together have workshops,
0: help each other with rainstorming. I really want to go and look at the six-person room where six people are all sharing. Yeah, that's right. So let's uh, take Daniel with us because he, he lives there and he can explain
1: more how it is like. Daniel, yes. do you want to come with? Cool.
2: <laughs> so my name is Daniel Markland. And I'm a web entrepreneur. I'm one of the first person that moved in here.
0: So we're standing here in your bedroom now. It's six bunk beds separated by some wardrobes. Everything's white, very Scandinavian, very <laughs> clean design. But it's an unusual thing to do, to, to share with this number of people in your late 20s, early 30s. Yeah,
2: for sure. Like, uh, Except if you're traveling and living. in it's, It looks similar to a, a hostel room. And... Mainly it's because of uh, the awesome people, but also because of the housing situation in Stockholm. It's the only way to live in in the centre of the city for this amount of money.
0: Let's talk about the costs. So to live here in this shared bedroom, how does that compare with renting a studio or a one-bedroom flat in Stockholm?
2: Yes, so my old colleagues from my previous companies, they paid $1,200 for a small, very small apartment and I pay uh, less than a third of that here.
0: How does a typical day work for you then? You wake up in this shared dormitory, what happens next?
2: Sometimes someone actually wakes me up and gives me a cup of coffee to start off the day, which uh, which is a great way to start. And then I take a shower and sometimes even a sauna. We have a sauna here in the house. And then I walk up one floor and then I'm in the office. And then I stay there basically for the rest of the day.
0: One thing that you're constantly hearing here in Sweden is work-life balance, making sure you have time for yourself. Yet this house completely blurs the boundaries of your work life and your home life. So how do you make sure that you do switch off or, or are you somebody that chooses not to?
2: When we started this house, we were working day and night, basically. So it was definitely hard to keep uh, a line between it. But I think we've all become better and better throughout the years to basically divide work from spare time.
0: What about you Lisa? You run a number of companies, you're also in charge of organising the house. How do you find space? Do you need space?
1: I I need a work-life balance, but for me this is the solution for it because I also have my social context and I have my my office here, so I have everything in the same place, which saves me a lot of time. It makes my my day more flexible because if I feel like I need to be social and 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 recharge a bit, uh, then I can just go go hang out with someone that is also
0: in in that mood. And for me, that's the balance. What about the logistical challenges of organizing 12 people, food, cleaning, paying the bills? That's a lot of work.
1: Of course, there is a lot of logistic and... But with cleaning, we have cleaners coming. Now we're going to try to to have a chef that helps us cook dinner every night. And so you
0: find these solutions to all all these problems. I have to ask as well, what about privacy? You are sharing a room. What happens if you want to bring friends back?
2: So... Privacy is a currency in this house, for sure. So you pay more if you want more privacy, basically. The only problem we have in this house is basically that it's too small. Uh, We don't have an individual room for everybody. But we have uh, found other ways, I I suppose. That's my short answer. Either you go somewhere else or there is uh, a basement from the 14th century where you can go down to uh, to spend some alone time.
0: Fascinating. Um, Lisa, I just want to pick up on what Daniel said about the housing crisis. So it wasn't your original goal to try and solve the difficulties of finding a property in Stockholm when you set this up, but that has become... A huge byproduct in terms of helping entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, I really understood how big that problem is. I think it's the biggest problem for growth in, in the Stockholm startup companies. And we get so many applications from people all over the world. So now we decided to even scale up to, and build more houses. For example, we are looking now into building the tech farm which is house 24 but bigger for 100 entrepreneurs living together in a house sharing a kitchen and living room but having their own little micro apartments of so both privacy and, and the social benefits.
0: So similar to some of the stuff that exists already in Silicon Valley but I mean going from 12 to 100 is a, is a huge leap.
1: Yeah, because it's such a high demand. And it's an important solution for the housing crisis in Stockholm. And Tech Farm is also for for families. Because uh, I want a family quite soon. And then I also have to build something where I want to, to live with my family. And I want to be closer to, to nature. And I also want... Um, the micro-apartment part of Tech Farm when everyone has their own apartment and then you have shared spaces, it's also it's more suitable for families. Mm. It's a trusted community and then you are not alone with, with raising your kids because you have other families and you have other people
0: that will, will share this journey. So how far along are you with this project?
1: So right now we are designing the house together with, uh, with um, a team of architects. So probably this summer we will have a piece of land and then start building it this autumn. Daniel, are you going to move in?
2: I, I am and I'm actually part of the project as well. So I will take care of the online platform that will take care of all the rents, automated rents, and also booking shared resources.
0: So no more dormitories for you?
2: Exactly, I look forward to it.
0: Before we wrap up, I just want to ask both of you, what is it that you feel you've learned most from living and working in an environment like this?
1: Being more me, because when you live together with people 24 hours, you cannot—you have to drop the mask. You have to be authentic, otherwise uh, you can't manage it. And also by being around people that drops their mask, you get a deeper connection.
2: I can only add to that. and It's not only a gathering of people, it's actually family members. And since I've been living here for so many years, people have come and go and it feels like I have an extended family all over the world. And uh, that's relationships that I will keep for the rest of my life.
0: You've been listening to The Stockholmer, an independent production by Maddie Savage, with support for this season's episodes by Capital and My Newsdesk. Special thanks to our communications team, Hype United, Benoit Derrière for sound assistance, Simeon Ghost for sharing their music, and Richard Stevens for designing our logo.